Hello, everybody. Welcome to the You Collective podcast. We're here to feature pathmakers and entrepreneurs who are making a difference in their communities and really just doing something different. And today, I'm really excited to have Cynthia Plotch to be our guest and talk about her venture sticks and her experience. Cynthia, thanks so much to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk all about it with you today. And、um, So I met you when you guys were actually doing investor pitch, and I was—I think I was one of the mentors or judges—and it was early days of Sticks. I think a year, two years ago, and I remember fondly that you described the business with such clarity, the idea with such clarity, and it's rare among entrepreneurs who can do that at such early stage. Tell us about how did you come up with the idea and just the journey so far. Yeah, absolutely, and thank you so much.、Um, I think it's easy to have clarity around what we're building when it comes from heart and from such this big, clear problem. So, you know, at Six, we provide women the products, education, and support that they need throughout their health journey. Right now, we sell pregnancy and ovulation tests, coupled with our Six Library, which is our resource center, and we founded the business. After having terrible experiences in our in the space ourselves, so my co-founder Jamie and I had worked together on the founding team of another consumer startup for many years and developed this passion for creating better consumer experiences around health and wellness, and for this combination of doing well and doing good. And then I had this crazy experience where I was buying a pregnancy test at my neighborhood drugstore, and I ran into my boyfriend's mom. <laughs> <laughs> is, that must be awkward. It, beyond awkward, I have told this story probably a thousand times, and it is quarantine. I am alone in my house, and I am blushing still. It is still embarrassing to think about, but you know, it's this moment that helped Jamie and I discover this huge, huge pain point for women, and this huge opportunity for us to create a better experience. And then it's grown and evolved a ton since there, but that's where it all started. That's really cool, and、um, you know, obviously there is a product element of it, and there is also、uh, you know fundraising, etc.、Um, you have successfully raised money、uh, through COVID,、uh, successful <laughs> round.、Um, so there, there was challenge on that side. But when you tell investors. Uh, you know, you're you're innovating on pregnancy tests, ovulation tests, and really a, a core to women's health journey. What's the reaction? <laughs> Oftentimes, it's oh, this is interesting. Let me go ask my wife about it. And that's really, really <laughs> difficult. You know, so、yeah. many of the people that control dollars are people who haven't experienced the problems that we're solving firsthand. And so much of what we're solving is this deeply emotional and deeply personal problem. You know, it's so different than like big tech, and it's really different than the next really cool electric bike because there is this really emotional element to it. And so, as fundraising during fundraising, we've had to we had to learn how to have somebody suspend their own conceptions about what it means to take pregnancy tests or ovulation tests or use other women's health products frequently. And also expand people's understanding of what women's health even means. You know, I think we're so lucky to have seen a lot of innovation in this healthcare space when it comes to the health of women. You know, lots of folks who are spending a lot of time making periods better, making birth control access better. But the truth is, women's health is this huge market, and investors 
I think I've had a hard time understanding the magnitude of what this market looks like. Right. So tell us about that. Tell us about the product. How does it work in terms of the the innovation, the business model? And I know you have thousands of customers if and uh, you're doing really well. And the market opportunity, um, it's huge. And yet people, you know, if they're not women, they're, you know, they don't necessarily understand it, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, we're going after this $20 billion market that's been totally overlooked and underserved. This market of the physical products that women need but dread buying, but also the digital components that go along with that. And so um, in terms of the products today, we have our ovulation and our pregnancy tests, both our FDA cleared devices, They're both over 99% effective, can help you understand your pregnancy status or understand and predict your ovulation. Um, And then they're paired with our content, which is the Sticks Library that serves as this education center today for our customers in our community. And everything about Sticks is really curated and personal. So for example, if you are trying to get pregnant and want to be taking pregnancy tests regularly, you can opt into a subscription model or you can choose to buy in bulk. And everything is completely discreet. So from checking out with PayPal to um, no branding on the outer packaging, we actually don't even put our name and the return address. Everything is really done with customers' privacy in mind. That's really cool. And, and you know, you contrast what you described with uh, women go to CVS in the morning, in the evening, taking time out of the busy workday, um, trying to find it and you, you know, multiple times, right? That there is a need. Uh, it, it's, um, it's, it's very cool and very effective. So let's turn to you, Cynthia. I know you have a very interesting background. Um, what skills that you brought to the table that have made sticks today? Uh, I know there are tons of them, uh, but if you were to <laughs> share that with uh, aspiring entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, what would you tell them? Yeah, I mean, I think most of my secret sauce is my amazing co-founder, Jamie. But I think between the two of us, we have a really unique combination of skills. And I think we work really well together. So Jamie is incredibly customer-centric. And she's able to take qualitative understanding of who our customer is and what our customer needs, and then put that into practice in the customer experience and the product and use that to create like a great supply chain and great outcomes for our customers. And that's really, really powerful. But then what I'm, I think I'm pretty great at is using data to build community and to grow a business. And I think those two combinations of having deep empathy for a customer So understanding everything on this micro level, but then being able to zoom way out and understand from a quantitative perspective on this macro level, what's going on. I think those have really, really helped us just execute really efficiently. I think beyond that, you know, we have a lot of passion for what we do probably comes across as I'm talking now. Um, And we love telling stories about what we do. And I think that that's made us really effective communicators, you know, not just to our customer, but to media, to investors in general. That's great. And um, in terms of storytelling about the product to prospective investors um, or partners who may or may not have personal experience uh, with the kind of problem you're trying to solve, what kind of advice would you give 
to entrepreneurs in terms of getting better at storytelling, get a more clear about what they're trying to say uh, beyond the actual market positioning of the product itself. I think practice, practice, practice on as many different people as you can all the time. We were lucky to go through the Entrepreneur's Roundtable Accelerator. And through that, we had to tell our story a hundred times a day to all different people. And I would, we would, Jamie and I would together watch how they would react to what we were saying. And we would go in and we tweak this and we tweak that. And I think we figured out how to get ahead of the big reactions that people would have in order mm-hmm. to make sure they most clearly understood what we were doing. So a great example of this is, you know, it took people, especially investors, a long time to understand the frequency of purchase when it comes to things like pregnancy tests. Right. And a huge piece of that has to do with the fact that one in three women in the U.S. have irregular periods. This is not something that <laughs> you would know, I think, unless you're a woman and have experienced this right. from your girlfriends. So I started opening my pitch talking about my irregular period, which is intense and a little personal. But what it did is it all of a sudden got people over their initial reaction and it got people ready to talk about something that could be a difficult thing to talk about. Yeah. Practice, 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 and uh, mm-hmm. iterate from, from the feedback you got. I think that's, that's spot on. So it's a $20 billion market. You're in pregnancy ovulation. Where, just generally speaking, where do you see the trends headed uh, for, for this market? Yeah, I think in general, um, we're going to see a couple of things happen when it comes to women's health in general. I think expanded access is going to be a big one. That's definitely part of the mission that we're on here too. And I think telehealth is opening a lot of doors. And I think the coronavirus crisis has helped us as consumers realize that we deserve access to things. But then I think it's also going to start moving one step further, which is that as consumers, we are starting to demand better experiences and better outcomes and more control. And I think all those are going to start to be reflected back to us in the businesses that are created to serve us. I think that means increased personalization. I think that means increased education, better resources, um, and just better products to help us be able to have that control. Yeah. And you taught, you bring up something really important about accessibility. So what about women, um, who are in rural areas, um, with limit or with limited resources or even, um, you know, high school students who may be afraid to tell their parents or who may be afraid to go to counselors, yet they actually do need access to information foremost, Mm -hmm. and then product that could help them, uh, with, with an educated mindset, uh, in, in this kind of time. How, how do you reach those customers? Yeah, I really think you hit the nail on the head there, that it really all starts with education here. And that's where we as women have been failed. Sex ed is not set up in this country. You know, even if you're, if you're lucky enough to even have sex ed, it's not set up in a way that actually gives us the information that we need to understand our bodies. And, you know, maybe you're lucky and your mom, grandma, aunt, sister sat down and talked to you about this, but probably all of these things about your health are mysteries and you deserve to have them demystified. You deserve to understand what's going on. So, you know, at Sticks, we think about this all the time in the content and education that we create. We take things like questions that we get from our customers and turn them into resources. We talk to our customers all the time in our community to hear what things they're really looking for and how we can best give them that sort of explanation. And then for us, it turns out it's been this huge source of our growth because 
we as women are looking for this information and we're not being met. It's not out there for us. And so by creating it, it's really helped propel us forward in sticks. Yeah. And then, yeah, and on, on the product side, you know, that's part of why discretion is so important, especially for that use case you described of a younger woman in a rural area, maybe in an unsafe situation in a way that she can't go to her drugstore, not because she would be embarrassed, but because it could even be dangerous if somebody in her community finds out. Yeah. So that's why discretion and privacy are really important parts of our brand and parts of our, our product promise to be able to offer that to customers. And I have to ask you this um, because I, I know, you know, this team is, uh, it's quantitative. It has done a lot of work. It's, um, it, you know, people talk about kind of the, the app platforms, Facebook, Instagram, now TikTok, uh, email campaigns, like, how what what's your view on all these different channels is it everybody has to be on everything now or for your particular business it's uh particular channels that work better so i think that a lot of those channels are part of the like direct to consumer playbook and our table stakes here i think you know in order to build a great consumer company you have to be able to be great at email marketing and you have to be great at facebook but those aren't what are interesting or innovative or will really allow you to pick up steam and grow fast. And I think that's why figuring out how to own your own growth as a consumer company is incredibly important. Yeah. You know, obviously you can optimize for your Facebook ads until right. the, the hen comes home, what's that saying? But, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it'll only get you what you put into it as far as dollars. Right. And so for us at Sticks, that's why education has been this really important lever for us because it provides value, it provides service, but it also gives people something to share. It gives people a reason to come to us. Yeah. So where do people find your product and what's next? If you can share. Uh -huh. <laughs> so um, right now our product is available on our own website, getsticks.com or on Walmart's website as well. Um, in terms of what's next for sticks, we have big goals. You know, we're here to provide women products and education and support throughout their health journey. So we'll be launching more products in the physical and the digital side in the coming months. And you could expect to see lots of big stuff from us soon. That's fantastic. And um, and people want to read more about Sticks. You guys were featured, I think, in Forbes and other, uh, other big uh, media channels recently. Yes, we just announced our round. So we were in Forbes. We were also in TechCrunch, CrunchBase, Google Us. We're all over the place right now. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, I know that's really just output of a lot of hard, hard work. Um, Cynthia, thank you. thank you so much for being here. And uh, maybe come back and tell us about the new products when they launch. Absolutely. I would love to. Okay, great.